0: Chapter 5, Ninanabat the Call of the Sheep When Ninanabat began to regain her strength, Napa began to take short trips. Staying at home was difficult for Ninanabat because the memories of the sounds of laughter her children made when they were younger and when they were all still at home made her very lonesome for her daughters. One morning she told Loneliness nearly killed me. I will be the one to follow the sheep. I will possibly be able to withstand this hardship by taking care of our sheep. Hashkei Snapa caught his breath at his wife's words, then said, As she kay yet, San Hun Dutton's card. Bennett did up it a Hun Dutton's card. sagon Do dust hitta dazzling. Bet had such de The baby kate Nunsinda, she asher. Tadohoyan and hit and na if that nick it all was. Doranina Muppetson Keda. Eight don't hachin, but the Snahigi yik ed hit horn zande. Tapisinsta, Ninachet and ha old We have young boys herding sheep for us. Let them be the only ones to herd the sheep for us. There are many of our enemies who roam among us. They have become bold. They are to be feared, my little one. It is not my desire that you follow the sheep, my little one. Without warning, one of our enemies will come up upon you. Why don't you stay with your mother, she is also suffering from our children having been kidnapped. Even though your mother has regained her health, stay with her. You will be her strength. She replied, Oh, Shamana di tzado panahocho ego has two bissendals, je, doches, and does e. Couldo dahund and darko, big air, hit na hosh nisa, chena yarn and nashest air. Nikeshi cat a cone and nun nesco, as dot do best air. Right ego shot na je, you weed as. Right ego shot na bahi, it league, you weed as. Yes, my mother has regained her health, but I am still suffering terribly. You have work to do. You look after the safety of our people, and you hunt with the men, and you obtain logs for firewood. When you leave from here, I really suffer from loneliness. Loneliness brings me down. When you leave your sons here, it does not look good. How are they going to learn the art of hunting? How are they going to learn the art of being a warrior? If they stay here near me and take care of me, they will not learn what they are supposed to learn from you. Ninanabat noticed her husband's jaw tighten at her last comment. Regardless, she continued by saying, Ah, de Bebiket na Shago, Eshitra, Aya a hot, etonsin, Achin Bilhaznanashkato let, Eshin shot the Haliado let, Aya conihiran benago de Bebekit randish tato, Nizadko etota. If I go after the sheep, I think I will get better. I will go with the children. They will take care of me. I will stay here near our home and follow the sheep. I will not go far. Ninanaba began to brush her hair. Ashkayil loved to watch her brush her hair. It was rather rare that he was able to watch his wife brush her hair. Usually he was out for his morning run, meeting with other leaders, hunting or keeping their horses fit for warfare. A smile temporarily came across his face. He remembered how Nananabot's hair had fallen across his chest the night before. It lay softly on his chest, caressing his chest, his nipples, and his arms. His mind would not let go of the sensuous scent of her hair that still carried the faint scent of yakka soap. He remembered he wanted to hold his beautiful Ninanaba in his arms, but he did not want to disturb her sleep with his movement. He was satisfied that his Ninanaba was willing to sleep near him again. He was satisfied knowing she was sleeping through the night instead of crying all night long. For so long, his mind and his body yearned to feel her nearness and to feel her soft touch that easily excited him. Hashkeh Ba could not keep away from his beautiful Ninanaba. In one quick step, he was behind her. Ninanaba felt his strong hands reaching around her waist, then slowly rise toward her breasts. Without a word, her husband softly caressed her breasts through her dress. She was wearing a rather worn rug dress that was loose on her body. Ninanabak caught her breath when she felt her husband's strong hand slipping into her rug dress that was loosely draped over her shoulder. His hand found her breast. She could hear him breathing into her ear. Shiyazh? Ayo Aninshne, my little one, I love you, he breathed into her ear. To steady herself, Ninanabot placed her hand over her husband's arm that still encircled her waist. She loved the sound of his low, sensuous voice as he whispered into her ear again Ayo Aninshne, I love you, my little one. Nenonabot's tears slowly began to make their way down her slender face. She had missed her husband so much, but did not realize how much she had missed him. I really missed you, Nananabat whispered. Feeling her shoulder become warm, Nananabat lifted her free hand to touch her husband's face. Her hand was met with a flow of tears that made a trail down her husband's face. His warm tears were what she felt on her shoulder. She turned to face him and buried her face in his broad chest. They both held one another and allowed choked sobs to exit their bodies. Ninanabat was tired of keeping her emotions to herself, her cries, tears and sobbing were the most emotion she had displayed in her husband's presence in so long. Hushkeh held her tightly and choked back tears as he said, We have missed one another so intensely, my little one. Ye goh I really missed you. He added, as he held her ever so tightly. Ninanaba whispered into her husband's ear and said, I will get better for you now. Shito a yo at I also love you ever so much. A she't de beket na It is possible that if I follow my sheep, I will get better. Hashke felt such tenderness for his wife. She was so frail, and yet she wanted to get well for him and for her children. Hashke slipped his hand into the opening of her rug dress once again. He wanted his hand to gently caress every part of her soft frail body. His shoulders shook with quiet sobs. It had been so long since he had been able to touch his wife's soft skin. He was shocked to feel how thin his wife had become since the kidnapping of their daughters. Hashkeirnabha knew he loved his beautiful Ninanabha but he realized he had fallen even more deeply in love with his wife again. He wanted to memorize her scent. He wanted to memorize the fragrance of her long hair that hung down. His hand followed the long strands of hair that ended below her thin hips. With Ninanabat's hair tangled in his fingers, Hashkekhilnapa, bent his knees so he could be closer to his wife's face, then pulled her even closer and hungrily began kissing his wife. First her soft lips, her open mouth, her cheeks, her soft neck, behind her ears, her earlobes, and he began kissing her breasts through her thick rug dress. Nananabat was secretly wishing the sun had already fallen down behind the mesas toward the west, pulling darkness behind it, but it was still morning. They heard footsteps outside their hogan. Someone knocked on the side of the doorway, near where the thick rug was hanging. The long, thick rug was used to provide privacy and to keep out the cold. Napa hoarsely whispered, Nitsi should not Your hair is wrapped around my hand. The visitor knocked again. The visitor then said loudly, "Shema Sindash my mother, are you home?" It was their youngest son, Egonapa. Haskayushnapa was still frantically trying to free his hand. All Nananabat could say was, "Ya, yeah, what?" Their son did not hear his mother say, "Wushden, come in." So he patiently waited for his mother to invite him into her home. He knew his mother took time in the morning to wash her hair, or wash her body in the early morning. So he hesitated. Finally, Nananabat was able to say, "Atsashyaja, wait, my little one," with his hand free. Hashke looked at his wife. She was straightening her rug dress, which her husband's hand had stretched a little at the shoulder opening. Without having anything else to say, Nananabat said, "Wushdan Shiyaja, come in, my little one." Their son Leegonaba entered and stood in the doorway as his eyes became used to the dark room. He was surprised to see his father in the Hogan. He nervously greeted his father by saying Yat greetings, my father. Oh Yat Yes, greetings, my baby, Hashke Yitnapa ba, said responding to his son's greeting. Usually Hashke Yitnapa referred to his sons with the word She my son. It was only in the presence of Nenanaba that Hashkehil addressed his sons with the word She'awed. It was a sign of respect that he wanted to demonstrate to his sons in the presence of their mother. Nenanaba looked at her husband, who was sitting on the floor. He was tying his bow guard around his wrist. She had heard her husband address their sons before. But the word Sha'we sounded so new. She loved the way it sounded as it came out of her husband's mouth. She wanted to hear it again. She wanted to hear him tell her he loved her. It all sounded so new to her ears. Ashke Yilnapa looked at his wife and saw that her rug dress did not hang straight on her body. Ninanabat saw the look in his eyes. Unconsciously she began to pull at her dress only to make it hang in an even more awkward manner. In their youngest son's presence, Hashke shyly smiled at his wife. He wanted more time with her, uninterrupted time. Nama de Pe, your mother wants to follow the sheep. As she and I keep telling her we have boys, young men, to herd sheep for us, but she still wants to follow the sheep, said Hashkeh Naba in a mock, scolding voice. Without looking at her husband, Ninanaba said, The young man who herd sheep for us, will keep an eye on me. If I follow the sheep, I think I will get better again. Feeling as if he was losing the battle, Hushkeyil Napa gently said, There's a lot of cactus. You might stumble on one. Their son, sensing his mother's dangerous plans to follow the sheep, intervened and said, Shema do eho zinda, hojoppa agoye ya'at e naadlel, akwa et e na e. e, o ye naadzit, ashode shema Ranginan nagut e na at e, shadike bit dis nahigi, My mother, it is uncertain out there. You are barely getting better. It is better for you to stay right here. It is scary out there. Please, my mother, it is better for you that you stay around the home. We really suffered from the kidnapping of my older sister's it is for your protection that we are telling you to stay here, Nananabahat lovingly responded to her son by saying, I feel tenderness toward you, my little one. zinigi, ayoba Yobasen, I am thankful for your need to protect me. sali." I have become very lonesome for my sheep. When I follow them, they cheer me up. Nenonabat's son looked helplessly toward his father. His father answered his look by saying, I guess it is that way. The two men loved Ninanaba and they wanted her to get even stronger because more leadership meetings were being planned toward the end of the harvest. Hashkeyit Napa followed his son out the door, but not before he stroked Ninanabat's hair lovingly and said, Your hair nearly got the best of me. Ninanabat smiled at the tenderness of her husband. She found the sound of his voice, and his soft touch to be so sensual. Hashkeith Napa followed his son out the door. Nenana reluctantly watched her husband leave her home. She smiled as she watched her husband's wide shoulders and narrow hips exit her home. She shook her head to stop herself from thinking sensual thoughts of her husband. If she was going after the sheep, She would have to have a clear head. She had to be alert. Pashkeh Yilnapa ordered several young men to help herd the sheep. He quietly told them of Nananabat's plan to also follow the sheep. He also asked his youngest son to accompany his mother to ensure her safety. He loved his children's mother and he wanted to keep her strong. He vowed, to reunite his beautiful Nanana Ba with their daughters.